Hello! Ahoy! Welcome to Season 3, Episode... I want to say 14. You are right. Wow. It's a good job that you keep track of these. I, I just I, guess every week, but I, you keep track. 80% sure that you're right. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I am. How are you doing, Nick? I am good. Yeah? Yes. i tell you what, mate. It's a bit warm. Yeah, a little bit. It's all part of the fun though, isn't it? Sweating into your microphone. Yeah, we're going to have to get these mics disinfected, I think. <laughs> Certainly this one. I just had to shut all the windows. It was the most depressing thing I've ever had to do. Yeah, I know. I can, I can see like the, the paddling pool outside and all the all the fun, cool stuff. Like, <laughs> You're just going to dive in as soon as we I can, I can almost reach it, except I've shut myself inside. <laughs> for the love of film. The things we do for this podcast. <laughs> So this might be a shorter episode because we are literally melting. It's like 30 degrees and it's like half eight. It's yeah. ridiculous. Been up to anything? You got any gossip for me? Um, No, not, not really. Just, you know, keeping on, keeping on with this uh, you have to, don't you? socially uh, distant life. <laughs> but signs are there that we might be able to, to get back together recording soon. Oh, let's, let's hope so. Hopefully. I, I predicted episode 15, so... Did you? Oh yeah, and you said twenty, so I think we might we might be somewhere in the middle of that. Yeah, I think I think we might be the, the way it's going. Hopefully, be good to have you back on the boat. Definitely be back aboard. I've done. I've I've tied it up a little bit. It looks really cool in there now. I'm just I'll like send you some photos. Longingly looking up the gangplank, and uh, you're not letting me on. <laughs> just being held at two meter distance yeah. for now. That's how long the gangplank is. <laughs> uh, shall I run through the social medias? Yeah, let's do that. Right, if you want to follow us on Twitter, our Twitter is at B-A-T-S underscore podcast. Uh, our Instagram is the same, at B-A-T-S underscore podcast. Facebook.com slash bottom of the stream. The website is bottomofthestream.com, where you'll find every episode we've ever recorded and all three season stream tables. And you can also join us on Patreon, where, which is patreon.com slash bottom of the stream, where if you give us a few quid every month, we'll give you loads of cool free shit, like extra episodes, Early access to episodes, a wild card if you come in at a certain level, um, some stickers, a newsletter that Nick writes every month. Loads of just loads of cool shit for a couple of quid a month. It's well worth it. If you can't do that, then please leave us a review on Podchaser or Apple Podcasts or anywhere else you can review podcasts uh, because that helps the algorithms and puts us on people's phones and laptops and into their ears. Exactly. We're getting really good at that now. Sure. Like I mean, we're, we're getting so good. I think the only thing we didn't do was introduce ourselves, but you know. Mm, I said your name. <laughs> that's true. That's close enough. I'm Adam and that, that's Nick over there. Yeah, this is the bottom of the stream. So we're looking for hidden gems uh, floundering or. Oh, good word. <laughs> resting at the bottom of the stream on Netflix. I like floundering. Let's stick with that. Okay, done. Have you got any Netflix news? Yeah, I can go first with news. So I've got one piece, you cut one piece. Fine. I, I will wield my piece first. Um If you hear any disgusting swallowing noises, that's me having a drink. Right, okay, fine. Yeah, I don't I don't need to know what you're doing on my side of the desk while I'm not there. <laughs> well, well, we have missed you, it's been a long time. <laughs> um have you heard about the Sherlock Holmes movie that is coming to Netflix? I have not. So um this is Enola Holmes, who is Sherlock's younger sister. Oh, right. Okay. And it stars Millie Bobby Brown. Oh, Netflix alum. As Enola. And it stars Henry Cavill 
as Sherlock. Oh, really? Um, That's an interesting casting choice. Yeah, so there's a few pictures come out this week. I don't think there's a trailer yet, but uh, Netflix are being sued by the estate of Arthur Conan Doyle. Um, oh, really? Because someone's made a bit of a clerical error, I think. <laughs> right. So so all the Sherlock Holmes stories are all in the public domain because, yeah. you know, they're out, they're out of copyright. They're, they're of, of that age, which is why you see so many adaptions of Sherlock Holmes, basically. Yeah. They're all out of copyright, except the last five or six, which feature <laughs> Enola Holmes. Oh, really? So that's that's really bad. <laughs> that is a bad error. That's so quite funny. So Netflix is being sued for breach of copyright by uh, Arthur Conan Doyle's estate, <laughs> uh, and I'm sure that's they'll brilliant. pass over a suitably sized brown bag. Yeah, full I'm of sure money. Be, yeah. Um, but it. Just so how made... come those ones are still under copyright? Are they. They're, 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 they're late, not of age yet. They're later. They're, they were they were written between 1923 and 1927. Right, okay. Um, so I'm not sure if it's 100 years or, or what, I'm not sure. But um, yeah, they are not in the public domain uh, and they <laughs> did not seek permission from the estates. So. That's brilliant. To get to the stage where you're like, ready to release a movie. That's Basically, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You'd have thought this would have come up before now. Um, but yeah, that hit my news feed uh, yesterday, I think that was. I just thought it was quite amusing. That is quite amusing. Oh, have, have we got a release date or anything? Or? Um, no, not yet. I think it if all... it ever turns up. <laughs> I think, um, I wonder if someone's uh, someone's been shown the door for that error. Who, who knows? Yeah, maybe. That does seem like a, a glaring mistake. You feel like somebody's just gone, oh, all the Sherlock Holmes stories are out of copyright. Let's just make some. Yeah. And <laughs> they've just picked them at random. I like that. That's funny. Um, I've got one piece of, uh, a little a bit of sweat literally just dripped onto my arm. Oh, lovely. That's disgusting. Paint a <laughs> um, I've got one piece. With your words. <laughs> I've got one piece of Netflix news. Um, do you remember Chicken Run? Sure the, do. Um, Ardman animation film yeah. from 20 years ago. Yes. <laughs> that blew my mind when it said it was 20 years old. That's still um, this century. Netflix have commissioned a sequel. Yes. How about um, that? From Ardman again. Now, the Aardman films always do really well, don't they? The Wallace and Gromit's and the Chicken Runs and all those other good stuff. So, yeah, they've, uh, that's all I've got. I haven't got any more information other than that. It's called. Uh, it's going to be called Chicken Walk because they're a lot older now. <laughs> um, I'm not sure like we'll be inviting Mel Gibson back. I don't know. Is that... Maybe not. Not after this week. But uh, we'll see. But no, yeah, I thought it was quite exciting. Uh, it's been a while since Aardman have made anything, I think. I can't think of the last thing. I don't have no idea. <laughs> Nor do I. Did they were involved in? Um, I, I want to say they were involved in like the missing link that was out a couple, last year or maybe the yeah, year I think before. you're right. I think they um, were. But yeah, so certainly for them to come on to to make something specifically for Netflix is a big get. I presume it's a long way off because it takes a long time to make those sort of films. Well, either that or it's um, partly in the can already. Yeah, Netflix and maybe just purchased it. I don't know. But it's going to be interesting. I like Chicken Run, it's a good film. I haven't got any more Netflix news. But again, quiet week. Um, no, yeah, a bit bit quiet for news again, but um, there is a whole slew of stuff coming to Netflix in UK, isn't there, shortly? There is indeed, I have a list. Would you like me to read hey, the list to you? Yeah, go for it. So there's a, a big batch of stuff hitting in July. Yeah, these it? are just some of the films arriving this July, is how Netflix worded it. So they're all films. Um, I'm gonna, I'll run through them, just give me a quick what you think of them as you go through. Um, the Kissing Booth 2. Not seen the first one. <laughs> no, mate, I've never even heard of it. No. Uh, the Old Guard. Don't know what that is. <laughs> no, mate. Black Klansman. Okay, it's Spike Lee. 
Yeah, it's supposed to be really good. Oh, yeah, I've not seen it, but um, yeah, obviously he's he's struck a bit of a deal. We talked about him uh, over the last couple of weeks with um, Daff Five Bloods. So yeah, I've still not got to that. I've put that on my list. I haven't got to it yet. Cool. Uh, the Truman Show. Classic. Classic. Nineteen ninety eight. Uh, Mission Impossible Fallout. Yeah, I just get confused with which one's which because they stopped putting yeah, numbers on them. Yeah, they did. <laughs> uh, Jurassic Park One to Three, which we spoke about last week. Uh, Behind the Candelabra. Okay, that's uh, is that Matt Damon? Yes, I think so. Uh, the Green Mile. Yeah, classic, you... classic Stephen King film. Great film. That's a long double header, isn't it? If you do the Green Mile and the Irishman. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> uh, Terminator Salvation. I, yeah, but... not not seen. A, I've, I don't think I saw up to Terminator Rise of the Machines, and I've not seen any any other various reboots <laughs> Fair since. Enough. Uh, Burn After Reading is it Reading or Reading Burn After Reading I think yeah I've not seen that not me About a Boy okay yeah that's um, 2002 Nick Hornby book isn't it yeah it's got a really young Nicholas Holt in it yes with a terrible haircut (laughs) it's a good film I really enjoyed it when I saw that Uh, Amelie yeah I've never seen that no I haven't either it's supposed to be awesome yeah I'll check that out Twins Twins yeah DeVito and Schwarzenegger classic yeah Gladiator. Are you not entertained? <laughs> I am going to be by all of these films that are coming. I always, thought, to- I always thought Gladiator was a little bit overrated. Yeah, I think you're right. I think it. Yeah, I don't think it holds up as much as it maybe did back then. Could you, did you ever hear it's about quite the, hammy, isn't it? the Gladiator sequel that never got made? No. And it was... So this is completely random. But uh, Nick Cave, <laughs> the musician, yeah, he wrote a sequel. And oh, right. And it was basically uh, Russell Crowe's character, who obviously, uh, spoiler, dies in Gladiator, um, <laughs> being sent back to Earth to fight in various battles through time. Oh, wow. <laughs> Which I think sounds amazing. It does sound amazing. I'm well up for that. Why did that not get made? Yeah, who knows? Uh, back to the list. Atonement from 2007. Yeah, that's. I think I have seen that. That, I think uh, I have. Uh, James McAvoy and Keira Knightley. Maybe, I don't know. Uh, Revolutionary Road. Supposed to be really good. I haven't seen it. Uh, <laughs> keeping it light. Schindler's List. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> From 1993. Um, quite randomly, Knocked Up's coming. Now, I think that's been controversial, and I don't know why they've, they're putting that on. I remember some controversy about Knocked Up. I don't remember what it was. Really? Yeah, I don't remember what it was, but I remember there was some controversy about it. Dr. Seuss, The Lorax. That's good. I've seen that. Have you? Yeah. I've not seen that. Hot Fuzz is coming. Good film. Don't like it. Putting it out there. Don't <laughs> like it. Shaun of the Dead's a hundred times better. Shaun of the Dead's better. Hot Fuzz is pretty good. Uh, less, less said about the world's end, the better. <laughs> yeah, yeah, agreed. Uh, the Secret Garden. What, what version? There's been loads of them. <laughs> it's from 1993. Okay. Uh, one for you. Uh, Mamma Mia's coming back again. How many times does Mamma Mia come and go? I thought that was here recently. <laughs> it was. I don't know. They're going to make a third one. Really? Yeah, Papa Pia. <laughs> wow. They're not uh, really. That's... Angela's Ashes? Uh, I think that's a depressing Michael Caine film, maybe? Yeah, you might be right. A film called Joy. Don't know it. From 2015. Oberver Where Art Thou? Oh, that's a good film. Coen from 2000. And last but not least, Field of Dreams. That's a classic. That's an absolute class. It's a great film. Really good film. Oh, I've not seen that for years. Kevin Costner? Yeah. 
and James Earl Jones. James Earl Jones, yeah. Great film. Really yeah, so film. there's a shitload of good films coming in uh, in July. So there's a big waft of stuff that's arrived in June, and we're getting even more in July. So keep your eye, especially keep your eye out for things like the Truman Show, because that's if you've not seen that, it's a great film. Obviously, the uh, Jurassic Park films are well worth checking out. Twins, I'm just picking out random good ones. Field of Dreams. Awesome. Green Mile, definitely. Great film. Um, shall we run through Netflix's top ten? Yeah, let's or do shall it. We talk, or shall we talk about what we've been watching first? Although I haven't got a lot, because it's too hot. <laughs> Dealer's choice. You choose. What are we going for first? Well, I sat and watched the first episode of Community. Oh, okay. About an hour ago. Oh, okay. Hot <laughs> off the press. Hot off the press. I really enjoyed it. I'm definitely going back for more of that. Oh, good. Good. So, uh, I've been looking for a half an hour sitcom, and it's been there right under my nose all this time. I can't wait till you get a bit more into it and we can uh, discuss certain episodes. I, 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 it is. To it. I've said this before. It's, it's my favourite sitcom. Um, wow. And there's, there's one particular episode is my favourite sitcom episode of any sitcom episode ever. Wow. So we'll, That's we'll big words. See when you get to that. Cool. Yeah, I love it. It's great. Anything you've been watching at the top of the stream? Uh, Floor is Lava. Oh, really? Yeah. Any good? It's fun. It's, it's, um, I mean, it is, it's extremely loud and brash. Really? <laughs> and over the top. But is it aimed uh, at kids? No, well, my kids, my, my eldest really likes it. Um, you young, would, though, didn't youngest you? is a bit young, but, um, it is fun. So it's just teams of three people, three teams of three people, and they are competing against each other. So the more, whoever gets the most people, uh, alive at the end, uh, wins. Um, right. and you have each episode is a different room of the house that's been flooded with lava but um, it's, it, it's totally stupid but it's, it's quite a laugh um, mm-hmm. they do quite a fun thing with the edit so if someone falls in yeah. that's it they're gone so you know oh, they, really? they you don't just climb again. out and get up that's it they're gone they're in the lava that's amazing <laughs> that's quite clever never see them again oh check it out sounds good sounds up my street um, and then rather at the other end of the spectrum um <laughs> have watched season one it's only eight episodes um of the sinner all right what did your daughter think of that <laughs> <laughs> that was very funny well done. thank you <laughs> um it's not for kids it really isn't i've seen the first series of the sinner i've never gone back to it after that but what I did you think first series. i enjoyed it yeah it was good i thought it was but, quite compelling yeah i don't know why i never went back to it there's like three now, so yeah, there is. Yeah, I think I'll check it out. I think we'll, yeah, definitely watch the rest. Uh, I thought Bill Pullman was excellent. Bill Pullman's always good, bankable, yeah. isn't he? Yeah, bankable star. Uh, that in that first episode when the thing happens, was like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> did not see that coming. Yeah, no, no, I know what you mean. Awesome, that's good. It's a good show to start. I've started, I've started a show. I've actually started a show on Amazon Prime. Right. That is leaving Amazon Prime and coming to Netflix in July. Okay. <laughs> so I'm going to have to f- switch between. I started Kingdom. I don't know if oh, you've heard okay. of it. From it's... like, despite MMA and UFC and that sort yeah. of thing. So is the whole thing shipping over? Yeah. Cool. But for some reason it's leaving Amazon Prime and going to Netflix. So on that theme, hmm. I do have more news. That's <laughs> just a kid. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Because they're doing something similar, and I presume it will be lifting and shifting the whole thing. But hmm. uh, Cobra Kai is coming to Netflix. Oh, really? Which is the Karate Kid sequel series. Oh, I've now, heard about that. I the guys, I was listening to, have you heard of the podcast I understood that reference? Yes. 
they were talking about it earlier and I was listening to their episode today and they were talking about it. Uh, so I've never seen it, That's but I think it was on YouTube. I don't know what Yeah, I think YouTube. it started on YouTube. YouTube's YouTube? paid ser- uh, services. I want to say it's called YouTube Red, um, but I don't know if that's true. So yeah, that, made that, up. And if it is, that it is coming be. over as well, and it's supposed to be excellent. Yeah, it's supposed to be really good. Well, that's it. Do you know when it's coming? No. <laughs> I'm, t- I'm doing half a job. Shit news, Nick. Yeah. Cool. Well, I'll keep my eye out for it. Uh, so shall I run through the top ten? Yeah. I haven't watched anything else. Um, number ten at the minute is Snowpiercer. I think I'm too behind on Snowpiercer now. Um, but I am enjoying it. It's really good. Episode four of this first season is one of the best episodes of a TV show I've seen this year. In at number nine is Line of Duty. Now, that isn't the TV show. That is a film. Okay. Um, from 2019 starring Aaron Eckhart. I, I don't not, know how that's made it in. I've never heard of it. I don't not know how it's made it into the top ten. But uh, Skyscrapers at number eight, which is The Rock's film. Yeah. I've seen that. It's good. This was The Rock and Nef- Nev Campbell, who only really makes scream films normally. It's like The Rock's Die Hard, isn't it? Yeah, 100%. It's exactly the same. Uh, number seven is Feel the Beat, which again is a film. It's a Netflix original film. It must be pretty new. It's from 2020. Okay. It sounds like it'd be up your sort of household's kind of uh, tree. What is it? Is, it? is it dancey? Yeah. After blowing a Broadway audition, a self-centered dancer reluctantly returns home and agrees to coach a squad of young misfits for a big competition. Oh. Uh, number six is The Order, which is... Uh, Fast food documentary. No, it's a TV series... <laughs> Uh, out to avenge his mother's death, a college student pledges a secret order and lands in a war between werewolves and practitioners of dark magic. Oh, it was close. <laughs> it's season two, but it says it's starting in uh, 2020, which is random. <laughs> Can't be the second season this year, surely. Might be a two-parter. Ten episodes in each season. Uh, 365 Days is still holding its place in the top five at number five. You filthy people. <laughs> um, number four is Rick and Morty. Season, the first half of season four launched earlier this week onto Netflix. I love Rick and Morty. Can't make a confession, I've never seen an episode. Really? You'd really like it. Well, it's, right it's, it's, it's Dan Harmon who created Community. So. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yes, I'm sure I would. I've just never got around to it. It's all on Netflix. No, is I'm, it? The I'll first try. three and a half seasons are. Because okay. they do half seasons. So season four, part A is on Netflix, but part B isn't there yet. Right. Um, number three is Hotel Transylvania 3, Summer Vacation. So I presume there's still some kids off school who are watching Netflix. Plenty. I don't think I've seen the Hotel Transylvania films. I'm not sure. It's and, uh, Adam Sandler, isn't it? And yeah. his, his squad. Yeah. And I think you might have written the top two, because in at number two is The Floor is Lava, and in at number one is The Sinner. Oh, there you go. <laughs> so you are right up at the top of the stream this week. Yeah, although I think, yeah, obviously that's a, a new series that's come on of The Sinner. So, yeah, it is, yeah. yeah. Way behind that. Yes. Three seasons now, isn't it? Yeah, so that's your top ten for this week on Netflix. Have we got anything else we need to talk about? Uh, this movie. Apart from this movie. <laughs> no, I don't think so. I wasn't so. just going to end the episode. <laughs> All right, okay. Well, thanks for tuning in, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so should we move on and talk about the film? Let's do that. So this week we watched a film called Tau, which is spelled T-A-U. It is from 2018. It is a 15. It runs for one hour and 37 minutes and is currently rated at 5.8 out of 10 on IMDb. Um, Styers? 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 
a lady called Micah Monroe, who plays a character called Julie, Julia. And you will know her if you've seen It Follows. I think I briefly mentioned that last week. Yeah. You haven't seen it, have you? Uh, no. It's good. It's one of the best horror films of recent times, I think. It's well worth checking out. It's about these ghosts that just follow you around. Uh, she's also in Independence Day Resurgence, which isn't as good. Um, also stars a guy called Ed Scrine. Screen? Scrine. How are we saying it? Scrine. Scrine. He plays a character called Alex. Um, you'll know him from Deadpool, probably. Oh, I knew I recognised him. Yeah, he's in Deadpool. Uh, he's also in If Beale Street Could Talk, um, which we're not going to talk about because I fucking hate that film. <laughs> <laughs> and also stars Gary Oldman as Tao, which is the computer. He's only in it vo- vocally. His vocally, voice is, yeah. His voice is in it, but he is not. Um, he's an Oscar winner. Now, does he count as an Oscar winner in our stream because he's not in the film? He's just his voice. Is he? He's credited in this film. He's so, credited uh, in the film. So yeah. I think that puts us up to eight. That's in, that's four Oscar winners in two weeks. I know. <laughs> he won the Oscar for The Darkest Hour. I'm going to tell you a story about The Darkest Hour that I don't think many people know. Okay. I went to it. the cinema to see The Darkest Hour. And about halfway through, I thought, I'm going to throw up. And then, so I ran to the toilet, threw up, went back, went back to my seat, sat down and watched the rest of the film. And I don't <laughs> think even the people I went to the cinema with knew that that had happened. <laughs> <laughs> still have no idea why it did it why, why were you ill? I don't know I felt absolutely fine when we went in whether it was too hot in there I don't know but I literally only just made it to the toilet did <laughs> so, Gary Oldman's performance move you to vomit <laughs> so there's a whole section of that film that I've not seen about 15 minutes of it but yeah I don't even think the people I went with know that that happened but it did um, he's also in The Dark Knight that's probably what he's most famous for do you not think um, maybe the uh, Dracula. Yeah. Um, You're going to know Gary. Everybody fifth, knows who Gary element. Oldman is. Oh, loads of yeah. stuff. Yeah, he's in loads of stuff. Everybody knows who Gary Oldman is. How old is he now? Gary Oldman? Yeah. So he's, he's, he's literally nearly Gary Oldman. <laughs> is he the one whose sister used to be in EastEnders? Uh, I think, I made that up? No, I think you might be right. I don't know. Is it a sister? Yeah, but I think you might be right. He is 62. Yeah, 62. I think, yeah, Big Mo is his sister. That's crazy. Isn't it? Um, right, where am I? You've put me off now, so I've had to Sorry. go out of my notes and go back into the IMDb to find his age. Um, directed by a guy called Federico de Alessandro. This is his first film that he's directed. He's actually a storyboard artist. He is the chief storyboard artist on pretty much all of the Marvel films. Oh, wow. Yeah, lo- loads of them. How he's got into directing all of a sudden, I don't know. Uh, he's even doing the Loki TV series that's coming. He's okay. credited as the lead storyboard artist on that. Um, but this is his first time directing a feature. And it was written by a lady called Noga Landau, who hasn't really done anything in the past, but she is currently credited as... Have you heard of the Nancy Drew TV series that started in America? Yeah. I don't think it, she wrote... She created and wrote that and is an executive producer of it. But I don't think that's going to make it big over here. It's not a big story over here is it? as it is over there. No, I don't believe so. So yeah, there's your cast and crew. Do you have a, a one-word review for me? Robo House. <laughs> Is that one word or two? Or hyphenated? It's like Robocop, but with house. <laughs> okay, I'll let you on. It's one word. Right, where does this film start, Nicholas? Um, It starts in a club. Uh, it does. We are following a woman for a club. <laughs> yeah. She's a pickpocket. Yeah, she's basically pickpocketing various men in this club, isn't she? Mainly men. She's like, kissing them and pickpocketing them while she's kissing them. Yeah, she comes away with a bit of a haul, doesn't she? Mobile yeah. phones, wallets, a bit of cash. 
Yeah, the title card comes up while she's doing that, and it makes out that like somebody's following her as she's doing it. Yeah, so like, the cam the camera's following her, and then as she exits the club, you it sort of um, we sort of peel back, and yeah, we see a, a figure, don't we? Yeah, we do indeed. She goes and and sells the stuff that she's been stealing and gets some money. Uh, she eventually goes up home, randomly feeds a pigeon. That's on the wind windowsill of her. I, I have noted apartment. that she's she is a pigeon fancier. <laughs> you you wouldn't like this lady. No, I don't. I'm not a big, not a big fan of pigeons, as we've talked about before. Yeah, so she's just basically being in her house. She's done a bit of cooking, isn't she? And suddenly she gets grabbed from behind by a by a man, and she wakes up and she's in like a like a chair, kind of like almost like a dentist chair, but yeah. she's being worked on. She's got this mask like stuck to her face. Yeah, she's very uh, COVID aware. Um, <laughs> she's got a face mask on. To the point where you can't even talk out of these masks. Um, and she's kind of having flashbacks of her life and things like that quite quickly. Like her life's flashing before her eyes, isn't it? Um, and then she blacks out and she wakes up in a, a room like a cell, isn't it? More like a cell than a room. And she's not alone. There's two more people in there with masks. She notices that the man that's in there with her has got like a light in the back of his neck. It's like a chip. That's lighting up in the back of her neck, his neck. Yeah, it's like a um, glowing yellow. Yeah. It looks like a switch. It's not. It's just. <laughs> I would want to just go and push the back of this guy's neck and see yeah. if the button did anything. But yeah, it, it, it's, uh, it's it's a real OTT um, bit of kit, isn't it? Just to yeah. make sure we absolutely know that they've had something implanted in the back of their neck. <laughs> so she feels around on the back of her neck and finds that she's got one as well. Um, suddenly a door opens and a chap walks in and he's got like a stun gun. I don't know how, what, is that what you call them? I'd say it was just like a cattle prod, wasn't it? Yeah, it's like a long electrified rod. And he kind of forces her back through another door. And she wakes up in this chair again. She's having more flashbacks of her life. It's basically, it's just telling us that he's doing experiments on her is what they're trying to say. Um, he's doing brain shit, isn't he? Yeah. Fucking brain shit. Uh, she wakes up back in the cell again. Uh, but she's managed to swipe some scissors, like right in front of his eyes. <laughs> I don't know how he yeah, missed it. This is a recurring theme. Obviously, she's a pickpocket, so she's good. Yeah. But uh, yeah, he was standing right next to her, yeah. and they were. You, well, you've seen in films. You you know anyone's on a operating theater or whatever, and they go to reach for the scissors, and they're clattering around on the metal tray. Yeah. I'm not sure she was this light fingered. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. I don't. I don't know how he missed it. Um, so when he, when he leaves her there in the room back in the cell, she cuts her mask off and she gets this, this other dude to cut her wrists free because her wrists are tied up as well. He She cuts his mask off as well, don't she? So they yeah. can communicate and the lady that's in there as well. Um, and they decide that the bars of the cell are electrified, so they need to try and unelectrify them, I guess. So she gets the scissors and she ties it to this like sheet to try and cut the power cable that's over the other side of the room. Yeah. <laughs> She's definitely touching the bars. Oh yeah, hundred percent. She's like leaning right on them. <laughs> Having just been electrified from now, now it's convenient for yeah. the film. She's uh, yeah, le- literally leaning on them. Yeah, um, she realizes that that's a, a futile um, task and she's not going to achieve it. But randomly, she spots a gas pipe over the other side of the room. So she thinks, well, we'll just cut that instead, which she manages to do quite easily. She, yeah, she throws the scissors a couple of times and manages to wrap them around the gas pipe and pull it free. I wouldn't be happy if my engineers installed this. No. It, can, it can easily be ripped out by a, a, 
<laughs> some rags and a, a pair of scissors. There was no explanation of why there was a gas pipe going into this because it looked like a computer. Yeah, it was definitely like, uh, yeah, like, like a, a mainframe board. type yeah. thing, wasn't it? Why there was a gas pipe going into it, I don't know. Um, also, the mainframe that when it's the scissors are hitting it are causing sparks. So, because that's electrified as well, so we know what's going to happen now. Um, the ga- the gas gets ignited by the sparks, and this enormous explosion goes off, like huge explosion, which everybody manages to survive. It is massive. <laughs> it's in this tiny little room. Um, they all survive it with no ill effects whatsoever, except the cell walls do not survive it. There's the 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 metal's melted like well, I don't know what like just like it was plastic. So they manage to get out of the cell and they end up, they find an elevator and they elevate up and they find themselves in a very modern house. It is. It's very, um, very sleek. Yeah. So it's all like really minimalist and there's like fingerprint panels all over the walls to get into doors and things like that. Uh, They find the outside door and put their hand on it and obviously that sets off an alarm. And then suddenly this big off, big fuck off robot appears yeah, so there's this like monolithic statue type yeah, thing in the hallway, um, and it just turns into a massive robot, like yeah. a de- like a death robot. Yeah, it is a death robot because it instantly kills the dude that's with Julia. Just puts one of its arms right through him. Yeah, she runs away, manages to lock herself into a different room, and there's a big window in there that looks out over like a garden. So she's like, "I'll oh, just break that and I'll get out that way." So she breaks the window. And it's not a window at all. It's a computer screen with a concrete wall behind it. Uh, did you notice she was using like a bit of metal, wasn't she, to break this yeah. window? Did you notice how far she embedded the metal into the concrete behind I it? I know. She's like... <laughs> she's got some like sort of superpower or something. Wonder Woman strength. So you smashed this screen up and the bar that she was using literally embedded itself in the concrete. A good half a foot, probably. Yeah. <laughs> it did make me chuckle. The robot manages to get in to this room eventually and it, it kills the other lady or it kind of just drags her away we don't see it kill her suddenly alex comes home now alex is the guy who's doing all this we find out his name a bit later on and he just as soon as he walks into the house he says tao stop and it's a bit like alexa it's, yes it just obeys him so as soon as he says that everything goes back to normal the alarms all stop the lights go back to normal the robot powers down alex bends over and takes the chip out of the dead guy's head he's he not used to him anymore um, and the house note at Tau, Tau is the house we'll, we'll call the house Tau from now on yeah sure sure. so Tau notices that Alex is getting ang- angry and his heart rate's elevating so she yeah so the- he, he says welcome home your heart rate's elevated I'm gonna what we're gonna we're gonna go into zen mode yeah so he puts, uh, so the- he puts, puts some like classical music on and stuff yeah and all the lights like dim down and Alex does instantly calm down it doesn't attack uh, Julia anymore. Um, <laughs> it's just made me laugh. Um, and then Alex tells Tao that... Tao tells Alex that the lab is destroyed. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And he starts telling him how many, I don't know, what percentage of the records have been lost and, and of his experiments and all this sort of thing. Yeah. Um, and then all these cool little dude robots come out. <laughs> Tiny little, like, mini drone things, aren't they? Yeah. They're like little, little flies. Um, yeah. And... They just start mopping up all this blood and stuff. Yeah. They even managed to drag the bodies away. Yeah. And yeah, they basically just clean the house and make it look like nothing ever happened. The next morning, Alex kind of leaves, goes to work or wherever he's going, and he says to Julia, try anything and Tao will kill you. 
the robots are still going around. The robots are like climbing up the walls and putting the pictures straight and everything. It's it's quite it's quite interesting. And there's some of the pictures are like Alex, aren't they, on the front yeah, of magazines? Like Time magazine he's, and things yeah, like that. Yeah, he's like some tech dude, isn't he? Tech celebrity business tech man. Um, Tao, Alex comes home later on and Tao's made him some dinner. He tells Tao to make sure that Julia... That this, they're calling Julia Subject 3 all the way through this. We don't find out her name yet. No, not until um, quite quite a way in. Yeah. Uh, he tells, her, tells Tao to make sure she doesn't move because he's got a video call with his uh, board members of his company. Yeah. Um, and the video call is more like a hologram call, isn't it? They're kind of at the in table the with him. Yeah, yeah. But not at the, not actually there, but they look like they're there. Um, and they're not happy. They're basically telling him that he's too secretive. He hasn't been in the office for months now. Um, and he needs to fill them in on what he's doing. So where's he going every day? I don't know, because he goes out every day. Because he, he does all his work at home in a lab. Yeah. I just thought it was weird. He just yeah, conveniently you know, he conveniently went out every day so Julia could do what she yeah <laughs> could do. He's def- we know he's not going to the office, and we know he works mostly from home anyway. Yeah, it doesn't never never tells you where he goes. Tal manages to lock her in the bathroom because some delivery guys are turning up. Yeah, so she needs to be hidden. Yeah, because Alex obviously needs to rebuild his lab, so he's had, he's ordered loads of kit in from these. It must uh, be on uh, Amazon Prime. Yeah, <laughs> it must be because it's come the next day or same day. Julia tries to grab their attention. Um, but completely fails because the room's like soundproof, I guess. She's yeah, so behind a glass wall. That's... It's got that cool glass that, like, so you you tap it and then it becomes opaque. Yeah. Uh, and she she manages to uh, make the the glass transparent, but then yeah. because, like you say, it's soundproof, so she can't attract the attention of the removal guy. Yeah, they're just it's that scene, classic scene in films where she's like behind them. Yeah. And they can't hear her, like in um, Scream Two when Courtney Cox is trying to get its attention, get Dewey's attention. There's a random film's <laughs> film trip tit bit for you. Alex manages to calm her down after the delivery guys have gone. And he says that he wants her to start doing some tests for him to test her like cognitive functions. And because she's destroyed his lab, she, he feels like she owes him. Um, and she manages to score. She, she makes a deal with him that if she does it, that he'll give her some food and some proper clothes. Yeah, and a shower. And a shower. Um, and she manages to score quite high, so he agrees and he gives her some food and she goes off and has a shower and there's some clothes waiting for him when she's finished. He's got, while she's in the shower, he's got this that screen that she smashed earlier that's now been fixed. He's got like, he's doing some like minority report shit on it. Yeah. He's like pulling it around <laughs> and using his hands to manipulate and it's her brain, isn't it? He's trying to uh, figure out what's going on in there. Yeah, and um, uh, it's interesting you say that the director is a storyboard artist because any time that like Tao... Uh, pops up yeah. uh, in into the room. It is quite cool. I mean, again, we've seen it. It's nothing you've not seen before in like no. uh, X Men films and stuff like that. But it's it's the computer sort of occupies the room, doesn't it? And and they're sort of walking around and all this data's around them. It is. Yeah. It does look quite pretty. To be yeah, fair. it does. It does. Um, Alex goes out again, and he says to to um, Julia, "Do everything that Tao says." She manages that day to complete eight out of the twelve tests, which Tao's happy with. Alex has been out and brought some clothes to, from like high-end clothes shops. By the looks of it, he's got no, he's not got very good people skills. I think that's oh no, he's, he's yeah, a complete, he's a complete recluse, pretty much, isn't he? He's not used to having people around. Absolutely, and it looks to me like he's gone out and spent a lot of money on these clothes when he didn't need to. She'd have been happy with just a sweatshirt and some jeg- uh, leggings. I think he's not been to Primark, has he? No, I was going to say jeggings. Then <laughs> <laughs> Alex says explains that he's on the verge of changing the world and. 
she doesn't really care. She wants like a deadline of when this is going to be all over. If she keeps working for him, when can she actually leave? Which he doesn't give her and he kind of just threatens her with this big robot, which is called Ares. Can I, at this point, ask you a question? Yeah, go for it. Did you ever feel it was explained what he was actually trying to achieve? <laughs> I was going to bring this up at the end. No, I've got no idea. I've literally got... I was thinking about... I've, when I finished watching this, I went... But it was pretty late, so I went straight to bed. And I was lying in bed thinking about it. I was like, I quite enjoyed that. But I've got no idea what it was going on about. Because they never explained what he was trying to do. No, it talked round, didn't it? All this all the way through, yeah. Unlocking brain functions and yeah. all that sort of thing. But at no point was it outlined what this project was or what what he was what the end product was going to be yeah i just assumed I that think. it was tau that he was trying to make better yeah but it never explains that not as really as far as you can see tau's a, a finished product and works pretty well all, all told but he says he's unpredictable doesn't it he? doesn't say why he's been kidnapping people and keeping them hostage while he does experiments on their brains yeah. It never it never explains that. And also that's pretty much forgotten by this point in the film. She's yeah. still she's still a hostage, but it isn't mentioned that he's kidnapped her and had kidnapped and now killed at least two other people that we know of. And we find out later on there's a lot more than that. Yeah, it's 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 not something I thought about whilst I was watching it, but once I'd finished I was like, Okay, yeah, there's a lot that, that film didn't answer. Yeah, I'm not sure it really stands up to um much this discussion or yeah. yeah i'm sure we'll come to it more at the end but yeah we'll uh, we'll carry on at this time as alex has gone out julia and tau start to develop a bit of a rapport i guess because julia doesn't like that it keeps calling her subject free so she says look i've got a name i'm a person my name's julia this is where we find out what her name is and tau doesn't understand the concept of what a person is no is a person just something that's got a name and therefore is he a person because he's got a name and she says, yeah, you are a person. She's trying to... Because it's, it's not like an Alexa. It's like a, it's proper AI, isn't it? It can develop feelings and things like that. That's right, yeah. As we can see, while this is going on as well, it's, it's, this becomes a bit of a montage of like time, days passing by because th- there's a deadline that Tao keeps telling Alex is counting down. So he's like... Yeah, so it's you've got, yeah, 10 days till the project's deadline. deadline. Yeah. And... This happens quite quickly through this. It's like 14 days, 12 days, 10 days, 8 days. And Alex one day says he's happy with how it's progressing. And she starts asking him some questions about what Tau is and how he's developed it and what it is. And he he goes into this really long-winded explanation of what it is. But basically what it is is the most advanced AI in the world. Yeah, but, exactly. But it only exists inside this house. It has no concept of the world outside of the house and can never be allowed to leave the house because of what it could learn and then what it could become. I think that's how he explains it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's essentially Hal, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. From 2001. Um, one of the drones, though, overhears that sort of conversation. It's kind of on the wall, isn't it? Yes. And it kind of, it looks, <laughs> to say, it's basically a little ball with two wheels, but it, you can tell that it's kind of understood what's been said. And the next day, Julie kind of offers to show Tao what is outside the house she explains to it that there is a world outside and she she tries to teach it by because you can draw on all the walls with like they're like smart walls so you can use your fingers to draw on the wall so she starts drawing like houses and trees and basically just trying to explain it, but it just can't seem to grasp it no so she's she's just it just wants to learn and she's just 
you know, she says all the way through, oh, I, don't, I don't know stuff. Yeah, I'm not like a, a scholar, she says, doesn't she? She's, she doesn't understand what she's teaching it, but she is trying, to, trying her very best. And it can't understand why she doesn't know everything. If it, if it, she has access to all the books in the world, why doesn't she know everything? And it yeah. can't, it can't constant contemplate the fact that she doesn't. Yeah, why haven't you read all these? Yeah, uh, Julie wakes up that night. She's had like a nightmare about some more people being stuck in the house. Um, when she wakes up, Alex is like standing, just watching her sleep. So She's I didn't get this. I'd, I'd, I'd forgotten all about this. So he said, "What, what was that like weird scaly thing that grabbed her in her dream?" <laughs> I don't. I think it was just. I don't know. It was in a drawer, wasn't it? Yeah, I think it was just another person that had maybe been there for a long time. Um, we're now at six days to the project deadline. Um, Tao is now addressing Julia as Julia, so it's learnt that that's how he should address her. But she's never been upstairs. She's not allowed access upstairs. And obviously she wants to go upstairs. And Tao agrees to tell her what's up there. But he wants, <laughs> in exchange for information on cavemen, randomly, yeah. because she started right at the beginning. Um, and that's when we find out that upstairs, Alex is hiding the access point for program 6903, which will, if accessed, eliminate the house and everything in it. Yes, your old self-destruct it's button. the self-destruct button, yeah. At that point, that kind of gives away where the film's heading. It didn't really need to be explained, I don't think. Yeah, it's old Chekhov's gun, isn't it? Yeah. Um, the drones leave a door open for Julia at that point, and she ends, in like, she ends up in like this gym area. Um, and Tao's telling her off, he's like, no, you can't be in there, you need to get out of there. And she's trying to smash into an air vent so she can crawl through the wall. Um, and Tao says, look, if you don't stop, I'm going to have to set Ares on you. And eventually it does. And this robot starts chasing her through the gym. And she manages to get into the vent, but it even manages to get in there. And it's kind of crawling through the vents after her. Yeah, it's got like, an, was, it's got like Inspector Gadget yeah, body, Yeah, really it? creepy. I've, I got really tense at that point. So I, I don't like like crawling through air vents and stuff. But, and then when this robot followed her in, I was like, nah, I'm not up for that. <laughs> I don't like that at all. Uh, and it does manage to catch her and it, it brings her back into control. She realises at this point that Tao quite likes music because um, it keeps playing music for Alex all the time. Yes. So she starts teaching him what music is and all about different music tracks. And it will play a track and she'll tell him what it is and who wrote it and that sort of thing. Yeah, and as as he's doing that and she's talking to uh, Tao. She she seems to be let off the leash a little bit more. So she mm. he he's not as um onerous is he about letting her walk around the house a bit more. Yeah, she's they're developing a friendship, aren't they? Sure. Um, to the point where it even shows her where where Alex keeps the knives in the kitchen. Yeah. Um, and she goes to grab one, but it slams the door shut on her. It doesn't allow her to have one. Um, but that could have been because Alex had just walked in the door at that point, so she gets her hand trapped in the door anyway. Alex goes back into another meeting with his video call colleagues they're asked they're desperate they want a prototype of whatever the fuck it is he's building which we still don't know but they want you a would, prototype you would not invest in this guy would you even no. if he is like times technology man of the year because <laughs> all he says to these guys is like yeah i've got it under control don't worry yeah two days i'll do it and, yeah, and these he, guys he, are all quite rightly shitting themselves <laughs> Just, what are you even making dude yeah that's all we needed to know is it a toaster um, what's going on <laughs> Maybe it's a toaster that only toasts one piece at a time, so it gives you time to make the other piece ready. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> um, Alex basically says, give me two more days. It's, it's nearly there. It's nearly ready. Even though we know there's a deadline anyway, which he'd already got. Yeah. Tao shows her, um, at the next scene, Tao shows Julie how to look up files on Alex's tablet. And it turns out there were 11 subjects that he's kidnapped over the 
time period. And she manages to find out some files and some information on that. Unfortunately, she leaves a fingerprint on his tablet. It, that's not... I didn't really get this. Because no. I think it is just to set up the fingerprint thing. Because yeah. she's not gleaned anything useful No, from she didn't this. get anything out of it at all. You know, it told her that there was 11 subjects 11 previously. Subjects, yeah. And that uh, if you take the implant out, you'll die. But I think yeah. we kind of knew that already. Yeah, that, yeah, that's all she learns from that. Uh, but it, but what it does lead to is she leaves a fingerprint on his tablet because he'd only nipped off. I think he'd nipped off to the toilet or something, so he'd only been gone a few minutes. And when he's not do- using something, Tao's job is to clean it. The whole house is like immaculately cleaned. As soon as he sure. puts anything down, the drones come out and clean it. And obviously, because Julia nearly got caught with this tablet, her fingerprint's still on it, and Tao hasn't had time to clean it. So and Alex is like, oh, "What you, Tao? What are you doing? You're slacking." This is not clean, and he's got this like torture device. So he's just—he's like got a remote control, and and basically what he does is he, he or what the movie tells us is when he <laughs> when he when he presses this, it removes part of Tao's memory, which yeah. causes him great pain. Yeah. So and Tao, you can hear you can see and hear Tao screaming because Tao isn't a physical object; it's a computer. But there's like a light array on the wall, I guess, like a triangular. Yeah, array of lights, kind of like it? an eye in the middle, isn't it? Yeah, and and you can see that that's in pain. Um, but what it's basically doing is erasing part of his code. So when Tao doesn't perform, Alex makes it weaker, which also doesn't really stack up for me. But that's what happens. Next, um, it means he'll be getting like weird shit in his dinner and stuff. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Turns out Alex is after a billion dollar contract, and he says, as soon as I get it, I will move on and get another one. So he's he's a rich man, and he's learning this stuff but we still have no idea what it is he's actually doing <laughs> Alex comes over they're eating dinner now but the pair of them they've got like a steak everything's in, everything's in like cubes isn't it yeah it's, it's really just, weird it's like. very posh and again um, clean and boring and minimalist yeah like every time I think of machines making food for people I always think of Red Dwarf yeah <laughs> you know, they like vending machines that yeah. they have um, but she, he doesn't let her have a knife or any sort of weapon, so she, he has to cut up her steak for her. And while she does that, she steals his glasses out of his pocket. So she, like, pickpockets him. And she makes them dirty. She basically puts a smudge on them. She takes a knife as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's when that she does that when Alex... Because Alex notices that his glasses oh, are dirty. Of course, yeah. My mistake. So she puts a fingerprint on Alex's glasses. He comes back to the table, notices that they're dirty, and has another hissy fit at Tao and she's noticed that while Tao is powered down while he's being tortured Ares turns off yeah which is the robot so oh, that's all happening it's all kicking off she grabs a knife from the table and kind of hides it at the, at the table leg Alex leaves and she t- and Julia says to Tao what happened what did he do and basically his memories of today have been erased yeah so whatever had happened that day he no longer remembers but he, he knows that he had memories there, but no longer has them because he can feel the empty void of where they were. And he said, "Yeah, he says to Julia, can I hide some of my memories with you?'" So he's like, she's, "He's using her as like a backup drive." Yeah. And he makes this like light array of all their everything they've been through together. Yeah, this get, like, this a, was pretty. Like this was it quite really impressive. nice. Yeah, it? and she's sort of it's all happening around her, and they, um, she sort of reaches out, and then a, a digital version of Tao, I guess sort of reaches out and they do the whole like E.T. finger thing, don't they? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, Alex comes home and she starts, Julia starts flirting with him a little bit because he's very awkward around anybody. Completely. And he, and he completely doesn't like 
react to her flirting. Um, but has she kind of sit, she sits on his lap a little bit, and has she does she manages to get hold of the knife that she had earlier, and she manages to slash him right across the stomach. And they have a bit of a fight, don't they? Like yeah. a, a rumble around the kitchen floor. Alex is screaming at Tao to help him to get him off to get her off him. Yeah, but Tao, he doesn't do it at first. No, Tao completely like ignores him to start with. Um, and then Alex manages to get the upper hand and he starts strangling Julia on the floor and Tao threatens Alex and he says, look, leave her alone or I'm going to have to hurt you, which I don't want to do. Alex says, right, Tao, you work for me, set Ares on Julia. So basically the robot starts attacking Julia, but it's reluctant and you can tell that oh, Tao ex- doesn't yeah, want to extremely. do it. Yeah, extremely, yeah. Tao's like screaming at itself to not do it, but it's having to do it. Because Alex is like, hit her harder, hit her harder. Yeah. And and Alex leaves the scene with, and he says, whatever this is, it's over. To, and he's addressing, you can tell he's addressing both of them at that point. So he knows that they're sort of developing this relationship. Sure. So so the next scene is like Alex down in the server mainframe room, isn't he? Swapping yeah. a few wires over. Um, <laughs> which is obviously how you uh, reprogram uh, yeah. killer computers. <laughs> uh, yeah, Alex is then told that the project deadline is today as he's heading out to wherever he's going again, he goes out again. And Julia and Tao have a bit of an argument at this point. And Julia says to Tao, you're just a killing machine. And it it loses its shit. Oh, it it's goes like, totally uh, whack. <laughs> it's like, I'm not a killing machine, I'm a person. And it just keeps repeating that over and over again. And it's all the lights are flashing in the house. It's gone a bit loopy, hasn't it? And Alex, kind of, uh, Tao says to Julia, because Julia's trying to persuade Tao that he does, she doesn't have to obey his just because Alex is the creator you don't have to obey your creator yeah so she says that people grow uh, and they, they leave their creators because Tao's asking about Julia's creator, Her creator. and yeah. she says no I don't I don't see them anymore you know I've, yeah. I've grown and I, I'm on my own um, yeah the line she says the line we grow up and we become our own creators yeah so we create your own life and then she says to Tao if you don't help me Alex will kill me and Tao says I don't want you to die Julia it's it's got this robotic non-emotion voice all the way through it, but sometimes you can pick it up that it is on her side a little bit. Yeah, and it says, "If you want to leave, I've opened the fire, opened the air ducts by the fireplace." So that's it's basically giving her the opportunity to to leave if she wants to. Um, so she climbs up this air duct, but as she's doing it, Alex comes home instantly. He's like, "Tower, where is she?" Yeah. And so Tao- just just before she leaves, sorry, just to keep it because she's she okay. states that she's going to come back for Tao. Yeah. Um, and I ha- I'm not sure how she was planning to do that. <laughs> but that that's what her plan is. That that was the last thing that she said to it before she started climbing up this air duct. Alex comes home and starts saying to Tao, where is she, where is she? Tao completely ignores him, will not answer his question. And Alex is getting really angry. And he starts doing this torture thing again with his remote control. Yeah. And it, you can tell he's taking a lot of stuff away this time. There's you, The lights are fading. Um, and suddenly Julia comes out of nowhere and tackles Alex to the ground. Um, but Tao doesn't now know who she is. Yeah, nah, no memory of her. It's a bad decision. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah, because the vent closes because Tao doesn't know why it's open. And Alex says, Tao puts subject free downstairs for the final extraction, whatever that means. <laughs> when they get down there, they're back on. Alex has got his lab rebuilt down there. And she's strapped to this chair again, where you can tell she's gonna he's gonna do whatever he's gonna do. And on the floor she notices one of these drones that's been Alex kind of threw it away earlier whilst he was repairing the lab. It was like a 
seen that there was a nothing scene but it obviously yep. becomes quite important yeah it was like part broken because it's only like got one of its wings hasn't it yeah so she he kind of discards it and throws it on the floor and julia manages to spot it and she tries to get it to help because she figures that it hasn't been part of this because it was powered down it hasn't been part of this memory erasal erasal <laughs> <laughs> erasure or whatever you call it so in theory that should be a full working copy of tau in there i think that was her thinking okay <laughs> Is that not what you got from that? No, well, I just thought she was she was appealing to. I didn't connect that it was a previous version. Basically, I, think... I, I presumed it was they were all synced up with him, and he was. Um, she was just appealing for him to remember. Yeah, I think their relationship. There's got to be something in the fact that it was turned off. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, turn but uh, you might be right. I might be wrong. Who knows? You may you may be correct. <laughs> um, she tries to get it to help, and eventually it does. It brings her. I didn't really catch what it was. It just looked like a piece of plastic. And she manages to use that, whatever it was, to, to get free. And she beats the living shit out of Alex. She proper does, yeah. <laughs> she she goes ground and pound on him. Yeah, she's like mounted him from the top. She's just punching his face. And she manages to find this like, I don't know what you call them, like a little circular saw. Yeah. Almost like a Dremel. Yeah. <laughs> and... When the next time we see her, she's coming out of the elevator back in the house and she's covered in blood. Um, and Aerie starts, instantly starts going after her and coming towards her. And she's got Alex's hand in her hand. She has. She's, she's chopped his hand off. She's holding his hand. Yeah. Uh, she's still got the circular Dremel saw thing as well. And she manages to drab, jab that into Aerie's eye screen thing. Yeah. So that kind of powers off. And then you get like the Terminator vision, don't you? And he, yeah. so. He, as, yeah. as the robot's chasing her, he's, he can't quite see properly because he's, like you say, he's had this saw embedded into his eye. Yeah, so it kind of disables it anyway. And she manages to use Alex's hand to get up to the bedroom of the house. Yeah. Because she can obviously use his fingerprints and his handprint. And she gets to this computer, which where we find this program 6903. And she activates it and Tao comes on and says, house demolition will begin in 60 seconds. And then instantly says house demolition will be gone in 30 seconds. Yeah. 30 yeah, seconds definitely it. had not passed. <laughs> Straight out. <laughs> Suddenly Alex is back up. He's got his hand all wrapped up in a bandage. And he's in the house. Just as the house starts exploding, disintegrating, yeah, destroying she, itself. She, Julia can't get out the door because the hand's going cold. Yeah. So Because so, it, it's it, obviously a heat signature as yeah. well. She can't get out of the house. So they, they have a bit of a, another bit of a rook, don't they? And they eventually both end up on the floor. And... Suddenly, the two massive, great big chunks of concrete fall from the ceiling and crush Alex yeah, to he, death. He gets splat. He gets splattered. Julia goes back into the office area and she hides under the table and she's screaming for Tao, like constantly screaming and screaming and screaming. And she quickly starts teaching it everything all over again, like she'd been teaching it earlier. Yeah. So, they, about the houses and people and trees and things yeah, like that. Yeah, she finds one of, yeah, they're up against the wall and she sort of says, yeah, she just draws a few sort of basic pictures. Uh, yeah. Which I presume we're led to believe sort of jogs his memory a little bit. A little bit, yeah. But while she's doing that, she notices that the, one of the walls has broken open and she can see sunlight. Yeah. So she leaves Tao and she legs it outside and she manages to get outside. And she, the last thing we see is her kind of looking up and she's got this little drone thing still. And this, this house is just in a field, by the way. In the, yeah, it's in the middle, of middle of nowhere. Yeah. There's no road. No. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing. Yeah, and this little drone talks to her, and it's Tao, and it says, where are we? And she says, this is the world. And your film ends. What did you think? Uh, it, it's stupid. Um, <laughs> it's stupid. 
things things just happen for no doesn't reason flow, other it? than to drive the the film forward. Yeah, like we and said earlier, it doesn't explain to you what the hell is going on at any point. No. <laughs> No. It's a it's a relationship story between a woman and a house, and you have to kind of disregard everything else. And it kind of makes Alex's character redundant because you know he's a bad guy, but you never find out why. No, and that kind of limits his character and makes him kind of unimportant to the film, I guess. So, and he didn't need to be there. She could have just been locked in this house. So he's he's obviously off after this contract or whatever it is. Yeah. But then he and he's clearly like a sociopath. But it doesn't spend enough time to delve into him, yeah, and, and as to why that is and why he's doing everything this way. Why is he kidnapping people when you know he's rich enough? He could probably just pay people to, to yeah. you know, <laughs> to do these sorts of tests. Um, what it reminded me of a little bit, you know, the first Saw film. Yes, and Michael Emerson's character is just watching from a distance of what's going on. Oh yeah, and for most of the film, you don't know what he's doing, and. He remind Alex reminded me of his character quite a bit, but in Saw you do eventually find out what Michael Emerson's character is all about, but you don't in this film. <laughs> it's and, it's and just it, like this mysterious character that does have no meaning. There's just loads of stupid stuff in this, like um, and, and it's, it doesn't stand up. And I know it's probably not meant to be discussed in this sort of detail, no. but that's what we're here for. No, none and, of these like, films are. Why, why is he capturing people and like? So at the start, she's on this chair. She goes in twice, getting some kind of like brain scan type thing. Yeah. Um, but then he rebuilds his lab. He ne- she never goes back down there again. He just no. basically gets her to do brain training on an iPad. Yeah. Because and he, and he actually says at one point, it seems to be working better than when she was captured. So why does he just have people do that? I don't know. It, it doesn't hold up. It's it's not a bad film. There's. I didn't there's, hate it. I didn't hate it. There's good moments to it. And the relationship between Julia and Tao is really good. And but the character yeah, of Tao is really good. It, it drives through. It's, it's quick. It's quite entertaining. It's um, Yeah, absolutely. The performance, considering... performances are pretty good, isn't it? I thought. Yeah, I thought Ju- the, the, the lady who played Julia was really good. Yeah. And the Gary Oldman's voice of Tao is really realistic. And I really like that. But it's not. It's not big. It's not clever. Uh, no, it's just. It's it's a basic little locked in a house horror film. Not even a horror film, like a thriller. No, it's not a horror film at all. No, it's not. It's uh, a which thriller. is which is what I thought we were probably getting actually. Me too. That's what I was expecting. A little bit more. I was expecting something a bit more like Saw, of like this like torture house kind of area. But it wasn't like that. No, not at all. It's was, it was basically a love story between a woman and a house. Yeah. With this maniacal character helping them uh, there in the background somewhere for no real reason <laughs> he didn't need to be like, that character of Alex could easily not be in this film yeah totally it could be a, a somebody who's in charge but unseen he doesn't he doesn't bring anything to it and that kind of let it down a little bit there's more I wonder to... if that would have made it more compelling actually yeah if you'd, have, you'd have just literally had this as a uh you know just just the one actor and then and the um Playing off with the with the computer, yeah. There's only really two people in this all the way through. Yeah, there's a couple of other little one lines here and there, but it's basically those two, and one of them's redundant. One of them's unnecessary. <laughs> That's to say that in a two-person film is a bit weird. Yeah, there's too many people in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's too many people in this two-person film. But no, I I enjoyed it. It was good fun. It lasted. It flew by, and it was done for longer than most of the films that we watch. And yeah, I thought it was all right. It's not the worst thing we've seen for a while. 
No, no. Uh, do you have a trivia question for me? Uh, yeah, I do. Uh, I feel a bit guilty because it's quite difficult, but then okay. I don't feel that guilty because it's your fault because you um, oh, you already answered one of them. So, uh, what was that? Uh, I was going to ask how many of the tests that she got right. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I thought there's no way you'll say that. <laughs> I've even written that down. There you go. I can't find my question. I'm done. Do so, you want me to go first or do you want to go? You go first. Are you sure? Yeah, okay, yeah. I can do. Um, so at the start of the movie when uh, Julia is in her apartment just before she gets kidnapped, she does yeah. some proper acting uh, okay. when she goes to get a drink from the fridge and she sort of taps this leaflet on the fridge. <laughs> What's on the leaflet? So this is obviously her, her goal in life, what she's saving up money for. I don't even remember that happening. Oh. <laughs> so there's like a leaflet on a fridge? Yeah, yeah. And, and and she's like she gives she taps it like three times. So it's like oh that's that's what I'm saving up for. That's where I want to go to. <laughs> I have no memory of that happening at all. Oh okay. Um, no, I don't know. I've got no clue. That's it's, really bad. It's uh, music college. Uh, yeah. Okay. I'll take your word on that. I've <laughs> uh, all I remember is her feeding that pigeon. I don't remember anything else from that scene. It's a bit annoying. Okay. So what does that mean? You got what, it wrong. What, what, <laughs> shit. What are the current scores? Uh, is it 6-5? Six, 6-5 five? Six, five to me. Right, okay. Um, my question is, at one point in this film, well, two points in this film, but the first time, Tao makes Alex some dinner. Oh, he, he suggests tonight's menu is. I want you to tell me what it was going to make for him. Which time? The first time it mentions food. <laughs> it's fish. It was fish. I'd need more than that, though. <laughs> it's sea bass. It is, yeah. Have we got any more than that? And yeah. <laughs> it's sea bass and foie gras. I'm going to have to give it you. And That's potatoes? Really have you remembered that? Yeah. You've not got that written down? No, honestly. No, yeah, you can have that then. It's Chilean sea bass with foie gras stuffed potatoes. There you go. <laughs> which which frog gras like pate, isn't it? It's it's goose. the horrible one, isn't it? Where, yeah, where they, they force feed they the geese. Force feed the geese. Yeah, it's goose liver pate, basically yeah. parfait. Ugh, that stuffed in potatoes sounds horrible. <laughs> but I'm I'm amazed you got that. I didn't think. Yeah, you'd I don't know that. where I pulled I'm that impressed. one from. I'm very impressed. I'm very very impressed. I didn't I didn't have another. Oh, I did have another one. What I remember does, it. No, I remember it because I remember thinking that doesn't look like fish. Because it was really like gooey. <laughs> it, it looked, yeah, it was really weird, wasn't it? Like QB things. Do you remember what? Do you know what Tao stood for? I think it was his name. I think they it were his, his initials. Name, yeah. It was because his name's not Alex. No, it's his middle name, isn't it? Because it's on yeah. all the magazines, but I can't remember what his name is. I should have asked you that then. Something you? Alexander, something something. Thomas Alexander Upton. Ah, there you go. I should have asked you that. That was my reserve question. Yeah, that would that would have really annoyed me. <laughs> so that's seven five to you. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Well done. You're getting there. 14 episodes. What, we've got 11 left in this season? We have. This season's flying by. Just just to um, recap as well, both you and I still have our wild cards to play. That's true. That is very true. Uh, I know the film I'm going to play. I just haven't picked it yet. Uh, I'm actually I... between two. There's a film that's been added to Netflix today. Okay. That I, I'm checking. I'm leaving it for a bit to see if it gets to the bottom of the stream. Fair enough. I really, really want to watch it. <laughs> I, if it does, I'm going to watch it anyway. I also know what I'm going to choose, and 
I cannot wait. Oh, really? For you to watch. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I think you'll quite enjoy the one I'm going to pick, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. I'm not doing. I'm not there yet. Um, I guess we need to talk about the stream table. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Sorry, my wife is gesticulating at me through the window. <laughs> what is she gesticulating for? She's giving me the finger. Oh, what a bitch! <laughs> Give her one back from me. It says have one back. <laughs> I know. I know it's not in there. Fucking boiling. <laughs> Hi. You can leave all that in. Whatever. <laughs> oh no, there's a cat in there now. Oh god. Let's get let's get through it then. Stream table. Where's it's all this falling going? apart? <laughs> Where is this going on the stream table? Do you want me to run through it? Yeah. It. I mean, it feels pretty middle of the road to me. Yeah. Yeah. I'll quickly run through it from the bottom. So we've got Deadly Detention at 13, Thoroughbreds 12, Holidays 11, Acts of Vengeance 10, Ark in 9, Timeout slash Furlough in 8th, 7 is I Kill Giants, 6 is Take Me, 5 is Mute, 4 is Peelers, 3 is First Match, 2 is Bad Day for the Cut, and holding its place at number 1 is Fast Collar. What sort of area do you think we're looking at? I, I, I just think... Slap bang in the middle, and I'm thinking, did I enjoy this more or less than last week's movie? Because actually, I think the last three weeks they're all pretty, yeah, forgettable. But the last three weeks, forgettable but enjoyable. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. The last three films are all together in the stream table, except Arcs in the middle of them. Yeah, because Arcs a bastard. Uh, Arcs Avengers in ten, Arcs nine. Furlough slash timeout is eighth, and I kill giants is seventh. So I think I enjoyed this a bit more than Ark. Yep. I don't know if I enjoyed it as much as Furlough. Timeout. Timeout. Sorry. <laughs> That's fine. Um, but I don't think yeah, I you're care. Right. I, think I, it... I, I, I don't mind which side of that it goes. To be honest, they're they're all. It's definitely not better than I kill giants, and it definitely is better than Ark. So you're right. It does go somewhere either side of last week's film. Um. That's a tough one because they're completely different. Oh, sure, sure. Like completely different. I think I'd be tempted to give the edge to last week's, but yeah, I, I was just going to say that. That's it's my really that's my of, gut feeling. Th- there's more of a coherent story in last week's film, but yeah, I'd arguably say that this week's film's characters are more, which it sounds ridiculous, but it's more identifiable. I quite liked the characters in this film. I quite like the character of Julia and Tao. Yeah, this this is this is messy as fuck. This film, but it's got yeah, some it good ideas under there somewhere. Uh, but yeah, yeah, it's you're right. As a whole, is... it doesn't probably fit together quite as. No. So I, I, look, they're they're pretty interchangeable for me. I think you put it just above Ark and just below for uh, Time Out. Okay. Because Ark's a sci-fi film as well, and they they do deserve to be together. I think. I I would be happy with that. So ninth. Yeah. Yeah. Happy with that? Let's stick it there. I am. Yeah. Awesome. That just leaves us to pick next week's film. Are you ready for me to run the randomizer? I sure am. What are you looking to get out of next week's film? What do you want? Let's let's do a. Uh, what should we have? Should we have a drama? I want a full-on horror film. A full-on horror film. Fair I want enough. A full-on film that's going to scare the living bejeebus out of me. So we've never really had a proper horror film. Um. Like, no, we've had really we've scary. Had, we've had a few slashers, haven't yeah. we? Yeah. We've had a. Um, I am the pretty thing that lives in the house. Probably the closest thing we've had to a ghost that, story. That was like gothic, ghosty horror, ghost. wasn't it? Yeah. I'd like something like that. 
something a bit something a bit ominous. Something that's going to make me shit myself. Okay. <laughs> Darkest hour. <laughs> that made me throw up. Oh right, okay. That would have been a nightmare if both would have happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah, really. Would. That would have been <laughs> right, your press... darkest hour. <laughs> and the cinemas. <laughs> uh, I'm going to press the button. Are you ready? I am, yeah. And it has picked a film called The Bad Batch. Okay. Any ideas? Uh, I do, because I, I'm pretty sure I've seen the trailer for this. Oh, um, really? Pop up. I think it's like a, a, a sort of weird desert type setting. Might okay. be post-apocalyptic. I'm not sure. I will look it up for you. Bear with me one second. The Bad Batch is from 2016. It says, in a desert diso- in a desert dystopia, a young woman is there kidnapped by cannibals. Oh, also didn't know there was cannibals involved. There's a heck of a cast in this, mate. Really? Yep. Jason Momoa, Keanu Reeves. Oh, wow. Jim Carrey. Wow. Giovanni Ribisi. That's just the ones I can see. There's <laughs> loads. This sounds like it could be quite interesting. Jim Carrey not got Jim Carrey's not got an Oscar, has he? Uh, no, he was nominated for... I think he was nominated for Man in the Moon. Keanu Reeves, he hasn't, has he? We haven't got any more Oscar winners coming. Interesting. Well, so, yeah. big, big names. Some big names in next week's film then. So go out and check out The Bad Batch and we'll come back next week to talk to you about it. Cheers. Bye.